0: Today's episode is supported by Vivo Barefoot, whose mission is very close to my heart. There's something incredibly powerful about feeling the ground beneath your feet. It's more than just like walking or running, it's about forming a connection with the earth, a connection that most modern footwear has unfortunately severed. Vivo Barefoot aims to mend this disconnect by making footwear that's wide, thin and flexible, enabling natural movement. Born from a long lineage of cobblers, Vivo Barefoot carries a rich heritage of craftsmanship and a deep understanding of what makes footwear truly beneficial for us. Enjoy the discount code HARVEST15. Welcome to the Harvest Series Podcast. Today, meet Lisa de Narvaez, an NYU Certified Coach, Master Breathwork Teacher, and Spiritual Technologist passionate about expanding human consciousness. Lisa has crafted a -a one-of-a-kind breathing technique, offering a shortcut to a transcendental experience, a meditation hack that bypasses years of traditional practice. In this highlight from our podcast episode, Season 5, Episode 9, she provides valuable insights on handling negative energies. Harvest is brought to you by Athena Advisors and Capital Partners, curating meaningful experiences for you. Lisa traveled everywhere. In 1995, she was invited to a Tibetan Buddhist meditation just outside Kathmandu thinking it would help her to answer some of her questions. It was the beginning of a long journey of inquiry that took her to studying the Yoga Sutras in India, practicing Chinese Taoist meditations in the north of Thailand, playing with alternative meditation practices in Nepal, being transformed through breath work and rebirthing in Australia, and doing personal development training in America. I asked Lisa, what is it she's looking for?
1: The truth. <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> did you find it? <laughs> did you get close to it? Well, it's, over, it's always evolving, right? There, yes. There's always going to be an ongoing evolution. And this is what I'm so passionate about, right, as humans. But I think the truth is, is love, right? The truth is love. And, and whatever's in the way of that is what we have an opportunity as a human being to recognize that, we don't need to fix ourselves, right? There's nothing inherently wrong with us. We've just forgotten, right? So there's layers of false beliefs. There's layers of patterns. There's layers of trauma that have gotten in the way of us being able to tap into that truth. But when we feel safe, we're in the presence of love. We're able to embody the truth of who we are. So it's about releasing all that conditioning. It's about releasing all the ways that we live in our head and begin to create enough safety to be in our bodies and to be genuinely connected with other humans. And it's why I love this event so much, because there's such an invitation to that kind of openness. And that's why I'm so honored that they continue inviting me to open the event, right? Because when we start the event with a Bliss Point journey, People go there right away. Right? They go straight to the heart, and when they finish a this point journey, then that connection, that human connection, that shared human experience, is right there and available, and it sets the tone for the whole four days. Because you bypass, you know, how it takes sometimes, you know, you have to have a glass of wine or this or that, or you do the chit chat, and maybe in a day or two. I mean, sometimes it happens instantly with people, but a lot of times it takes a while to get to the surface to create that vulnerability, and so to be able to begin an event with that openness is just so, I feel it's such a blessing because then we get to really connect and really learn and really receive and really take in all the amazing speakers that come because the heart is open in that space.
0: In your very long and active Mm. quest Mm. search, can you remember two moments, uh, one where you were out of your comfort zone Uh and one that really moved you, transformed you?
1: Well, I would say there's so many. (laughs) I mean, especially when you're you're on the path of awakening, like every moment is an opportunity to awaken and to remember. Um, But I would say that, you know, I grew up in Colombia and I left when I was 17 years old. You know, I always thought I was going to go to university in the States and I was like an Ivy League, you know, going to an Ivy League school and did super well in school in Colombia. And then my father went broke about a year before I finished school. And I was kind of thrown into the space of, like, nobody could think straight. I could have probably got a scholarship, but it just just wasn't aligned for me uh, to like take the steps to make it happen. So I ended up traveling instead. And because I had a Colombian passport, this was in the 90s, you know it was difficult to travel with a colombian passport so that's why i ended up living in so many different countries because my visa would run out so i would stay i lived in paris i started in paris as an au pair which was a completely different experience growing up in colombia was so taken care of and you know so i left And in Paris, I was taking care of somebody else's family. It was a complete shift in paradigm. And then from Paris, I moved to London. You know, I was in London for a couple of years, and from London to Tokyo for half a year. Then I was in Thailand for a year. I lived in Australia for a year. Like everywhere I lived, I had to land and figure it out. Right. And so land and figure out how to make a living, where to live, how to create community. And I always say this was like pre-internet, pre-Facebook, pre-Google. Like I couldn't Google where I was going to stay. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it was just this, this intuition that I developed. Yeah. Right. And it was this quest, this like thirst for understanding who we are. And, and, you know, people ask me, like, how did how did you develop these skills? And it was really an ongoing opportunity of trust, Right. And in all those years of traveling, I always landed on my feet. I always figured it out. And it was challenging and it was scary and it was all the things. (laughs) But at the same time, it developed this deep trust and this deep resiliency um, and this deep awareness of myself as source and that I'm able to to really, you know, in that sense of trust and that sense of honoring my intuition to find my way. And I think that's also what creates the space for people when I hold space to trust because I have a deep embodied trust of life. I have a deep embodied trust that life is happening for me, even when things get hard, even when you know challenging things show up in my life and I struggle and old emotions come up and I doubt myself and I doubt all the things. I know that my practice now is just to continue breathing through that and to allow those things to continue moving through me. And when I don't resist it, that creates a deeper resiliency, that creates a deeper trust. So I feel that what we cultivate inside of us is what then we're able to offer.
0: Stay tuned for our upcoming episode featuring Bob Thurman. We'll talk about the extraordinary life of this American Buddhist author and academic. It's going to be inspiring and it's episode number 50. Don't miss it.